Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited today to talk to my guests. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So Lexi Lee is a licensed professional counselor and does many things, but her and her husband are the hosts of the Married Entrepreneurs Podcast. And I know many of you are out there listening and you do have a spouse or a partner that may or may not be supportive of your venture. So I'm excited to jump into this conversation today. So Lexi, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. And I love that you and your husband are joint hosts to a podcast. How did that come about? We um, love talking to each other, first of all, and we um, really love working with couples who um, maybe are just starting out with business or um, they're doing a small business together. And we found that there was a real need for them to hear how to work. And um, we had had a podcast in the past similarly called the married counselors where we talked about counseling things but we really wanted to draw in the entrepreneurs more and so um about a year and a half we launched the married entrepreneurs oh i love that and so what specifically is it about entrepreneurs that piqued your interest well i think a lot of times we're interested in things that are similar to us and ron and i are serial entrepreneurs when we first met, he owned a, well. He owned two dry cleaners when we first met. He eventually brought it up to seven dry cleaners, oh, and wow. then we sold and got out of the dry cleaner business. And um, he um, went back to school. I was working on my master's to be a counselor. We both became counselors, and then we've done multiple businesses around the counseling field. So because we're entrepreneurs at heart. We really connect and feel for those who are having similar struggles. Yeah. Now, as you know, and I know, and everyone who's an entrepreneur knows, there's a lot that you go through when you are out there building a business, those ups and downs, and it's sometimes a roller coaster ride. So what advice do you give people on how to navigate that? I think that when you're married to your business partner, it becomes really important to communicate. And, you know, we all hear that communication is the most important thing about marriage. Uh, we believe that marriages and businesses fail for the same reasons, right? Mm -hmm. That we are not addressing the issues. We're not dealing with problems when they arrive and we're not being proactive about what could happen in the future. Mm -hmm. And so the more we can talk and be proactive and set what our expectations are, and have clear roles that we are following. Um, the more we do that, the better our relationship is going to be, and the more money that you're going to make in your business. Yeah. So we like to say that if expectations don't meet reality, then you're unhappy. So expectations are up high and reality is mm -hmm. down low. Well, this is what we call unhappy. Mm -hmm. And when expectations equal or are lower than reality, then that is the happiness formula. Mm. 
Yeah. And so many times in business, you know, that like when those ebbs and flows come around, you think something's going to be great. And other times it's not. It's so hard sometimes to rebound from those things that I, I don't want to call them failures, but some people would say failures. And then they're in it with their spouse too. So it's like you never can get away from it as well because you're 24 seven in that business and relationship. Well, and I also think that it's important to get away while you're um, in business together, getting away somewhere where you're not always talking about business. When we have some rules that there are mm. business hours where we talk about business and we we fudge on those sometimes, but in general, we have work mind and then we have, you know, the rest of our family lifetime and try not to blend those too much. That helps getting away one to two times a year with each other, at least overnight. There's all kinds of research that shows that couples are more satisfied when they can do that. Mm-hmm. So it's important to invest in the relationship and what makes that work in the same way that you invest in your in your business and your work life. I love the idea of rules. So one of your rules is you have business hours. Do you have any other rules for how you guys operate or rules that you may suggest? Well, we have clearly defined roles and who gets to make final decisions. So when it comes to um, finances with our business, we discuss everything. However, if we are just not getting to a compromise, well, then Ron makes the final decision on that. When it comes to advertising or design or those kinds of decisions, I make the final decision. So by having clearly defined roles, just like you would mm-hmm. um, within your business, that helps things to run more smoothly. Yeah. And that balances out the power too, as well. Yes. Yes. And then you're staying in your lane. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times we find when couples are working together, sometimes one partner takes care of it. And then the next time the other partner takes care of it. And um, then it just gets muddy and it's a lot mm-hmm. easier for people to get their feelings hurt. Yeah. Speaking about getting your feelings hurt, how do you suggest couples who are working together when maybe, you know, there's a mistake that's made or something didn't go well, or maybe a one couple advised not to do something or one of the members of the couple decided or advised not to do something and the other one went and did it and it didn't work out. How do how do couples get past that, in, especially when they're working and living together? An important part is talking about it. We are really big components. You'll hear in our episodes where we're like, it's been nice talking to you. Now go talk to each other. You've got to talk about mm-hmm. things. In general, we recommend that you talk about the situation and the behaviors that you see. So you describe what's happening and then you talk about how it makes you feel. And then the third step would be to ask for what you need. So Mm -hmm. an example might be um, when you made that choice without me, I felt disrespected. What I need is to be included in the decision-making. And Mm -hmm. then, then by having this formula of you describe the action, how it makes you feel, and then asking for what you need, it can help communication to be more smooth. It's not going to be frictionless um, because we're still human. However, it can keep you on topic and not bring in all the other stuff that hasn't been resolved in the past. Yeah, that laundry list. Now that we're talking about it, let me dig back in my bag. Right. (laughs) Bring something up. 
<laughs> yeah. Somebody said that to me when I, one of my masters is counseling based and they said it was like the Mary Poppins bag where like things just keep coming out. It's like, how did you fit that picnic table in there? And it just endless. <laughs> yeah. I love that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So many of our, my listeners are looking to leave their nine to five and they may have that stable income coming in that health insurance, all that stuff, but they truly dream of being an entrepreneur. And some of them have expressed that their partner maybe is not so on board with that. So how do you recommend navigating those waters when a couple may not be on the same page as for being an entrepreneur? Well, I think an important question would be what would make them feel comfortable with making the leap? Because mm -hmm. it's not necessarily phrased in that way. Um, it they usually have a laundry list of reasons why it's stable income um, is a big part of it. And so when you flip the question around, okay, what would make you comfortable? It changes the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then you get real clear on what your expectations are. And if you say it, then you follow it up. And if you're not able to follow it up, mm -hmm. then you go back and you say, okay, I thought that I was going to be able to do this. And this isn't what's happening. Let's reevaluate where we're headed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important, especially when we talk all about goals on this podcast, you know, you can set a goal and you can have realistic projections and then things happen. And it's not only about being honest with our spouse, it's also, or whoever's in a relation, we're in a relationship with, it's also about being honest with ourselves. Like, was this realistic? Is this something that we're going to be able to do? Do we need to have that heart to heart with, you know, somebody else as far as how we're going to be able to achieve or not achieve this? Well, and Ron and I are big goal people. In fact, we have a system where we um, meet January 1 and July 4th are the two times that we really focus on our goals. And most people do top of the year, no problem, right? We have time away. We are completely focused. We have lots of areas where we're setting goals, including for our relationship and goals that we have for our relationship with our children. Yeah. And Sometimes people miss out on those goals. And then while we look at everything, sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly, we really, in that July 4th weekend, um, we set time aside where we dig in and we're like, okay, are we where we thought we were going to be? Yeah. Do we still want these goals to happen? You know, it really became important during 2020 to reevaluate that because everything that we'd set the goals for at the top of the year did not happen. Right? We didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't have the number of weeks that we wanted to have that week yeah. or that year. So that mid year really diving deep, we have found to be very beneficial. Mm -hmm. And so the mid year, do you have a process for how you do your mid year review or is it just a conversation or is there structure to it? We have a notebook that we have kept for 20 years of marriage of all oh, of our wow. goals. And so it's really cool to look back. We do one year, three year, five year and 10 year goals. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has to go that, that far, but 
that has worked for us. So it's really cool to look back and see how our goals have changed. Some things we thought we wanted to happen in 10 years and they happened in two. And some things were like, what were we thinking? <laughs> Why was that even a goal? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to look back. Um, we, we do the typical finances, um, personal goals, um, as far as for each of ourselves, what our health goals are, mm-hmm. you know, all of the typical goals that you see. But also we have a goal for what we want to accomplish in our relationship with each other for the mm. year. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, the goals for what we want our kids to accomplish. So like we have teenagers and I always, when I say that, I say pray for us. But, yes. um, I've been there. <laughs> right. I had and, two foster daughters that were teens when they came uh, into my house. And yeah, it's just a whole new ball game. Yeah. And we want them to launch, right? To be successful, independent adults. So we have goals that we want to accomplish every year to help them reach that. We have an almost 20 year old. So we're almost not parents of two teenagers. Um, and she has different goals than we have for our teenage son. And yet mm-hmm. we still have goals that we want them to accomplish that are our responsibility, not their goals. They have their own goals, but our mm-hmm. responsibility for making sure that they happen. And um, we also operate under what we call the GPS system for goals. Have you heard of the GPS Mm -hmm. system? Yeah. So goal, priority, and strategy. And we tend to say our goals can be more generic on the goal level, Mm -hmm. really hone in on measurable under the priority. So that's kind of like Mm -hmm. your business KPIs. Yeah. And um, so a KPI for a relationship may be that priority of, um, for some people, it's date night. Or uh, for us, we want to get away um, two to three times a year, right? Mm-hmm. And so that is something that's very measurable. And then we break down the strategies on what we're going to do to make that happen. If our um, priority is to get away two to three times a year, some of the strategies are that we calendar it. You know, at the mm-hmm. top of the year, we calendar it. And then we reevaluate where we are mid-year. Did that happen? Do we need to reschedule? Um, we also divide responsibility. I don't want to plan every trip. That's just not what I want to do, right? Yeah. And so it doesn't feel fair to me. So we have agreed that I plan one, Ron plans one, and then there's one that it's a toss-up depending on what we decide we want to do. Yeah. I really like that agreement of who's responsible. You've talked about that a little bit throughout this episode of really assigning clear lanes for who's responsible for what. And then, you know, obviously there's input between those lanes, but it it definitely makes it a little more clear of who's doing what. I mean, I know I've asked my kids a long time ago, like, what restaurant? Do, where do you want to eat? And then it's like, oh, I, I'm good with anything. And then I suggest something they're like, oh, no, not that, not that, not that. So I love that you kind of give clear lanes and then allow decision makers to make those uh, decisions and move forward. So that's great. Now, when you go through this goal process in the middle of the year, you mentioned that you really ask yourself, is this still a goal we want? And many people have a hard time like letting go of some of those things. How do you... How do you advise couples to do that? Well, one key indicator is, are you doing the strategies to make it happen? Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing the strategies, that might be a clue that it's not a goal that you really want. If you're not working towards it, how, 
how important is it really? Does it just sound nice that that would be a cool thing to do? Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's something else really those blocks are to doing those strategies. Yeah. But that's the key indicator, I think, is if you're not doing the small little steps towards it, it may not really be a goal you want. Mm-hmm. Or it may be something that's so big that you're stuck and you're overwhelmed and you need to get help. I mean, there's always that as well. And I think sometimes when we truly think about what we want, we don't know the path to get there. Yes. So finding somebody who has walked that path before, I am absolutely before, whether it's a coach or a mentor, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love this idea of having two weekends, you know, 4th of July and New Year's where are really dedicated to looking at your future and your goals. And I also cannot believe you have the same notebook for 20 years. I think that's such a fantastic idea. And what a great source of inspiration as well. I bet you you look back and you're like, wow, look at how our goals were back then and now how much bigger they are now. Yeah, I remember, you know, at first year of marriage, one of my goals was to finish my counseling. And so, you know, now I've been a counselor for 20 years. Wow. That's incredible. What a great source of inspiration. Now I know that you, you all host a podcast. So can you tell us a little bit about your show and what listeners may learn by tuning in? So um, Ron and I do the show together. The Married Entrepreneurs Podcast is um, what we're called. And we really talk about what it's like to be married to your business. We bring in a few business um, things to help your business be better. However, our focus really is on having a better relationship with your business partner. And how long have you guys been hosting the show? Um, a little over a year. It's about almost a year and a half. Oh, wow. That's great. That's I I think that so many times, even if you're not in a relationship with someone else, we are uh, as entrepreneurs married to our business as well. So we're kind of in a in a in a relationship with other another entity, if you will. And I think it's so helpful to really think about what you want to get out of your business as well. What are your goals for your business? And how can you be fulfilled personally from achieving those goals? Yes, I agree. Yeah. Well, um, if you're listening and uh, you are interested in talking more to Lexi, I would love for Lexi to share how they might reach you and uh, what they can expect. Okay. Well, you can find our podcast anywhere that you find your regular podcast, including this one. So we're on um, iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all the usual. You can find us on Instagram at, at the Married Entrepreneurs Podcast. Um, and then you can also email us at info at marriedentrepreneurspodcast.com. Um, it's also a place where if you're interested in working with us or um, we host um, monthly group retreats at a really called the Wild Catter um, outside of Graham, Texas, where you get a day of working on your relationship and half a day of um, being able to play on the ranch, whether you want to do a sunset horseback ride or tomahawk throw. 
um, we again offer those once a month. And if you'd like more information on that, you can email us at info at marriedentrepreneurspodcast.com. Wait, so those are once a month? Yes. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So you do one day where you focus on your relationship and one day where you get to hang out at the ranch. That's got to be so It's actually yeah. half a day. We do half, half a, day. a day each. Yes. Okay. And so it's Monday through Thursday. And um, again, all the food is there. We stay in a really romantic cabin with a great back porch and a one it's our favorite. We do individual retreats here at our offices in Weatherford, Texas also, but those once a month group retreats are our absolute favorite. I love that. And I'm, there's nothing like being on a ranch around yes. a campfire or whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, bold goal crushers. So if you are inspired to really not to really work on your relationship with your partner and in your business, check out Lexi and take a look at all they have to offer for married entrepreneurs. Lexi, I am so thankful you were on the show today. I think that people are really going to gain a lot from our conversation and your mid-year goal process. Thank you, Sarah. It was a pleasure to be here. All right, everyone, get out there and crush your goals and everything that gets in the way. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.